King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map Ball is life and that's a fact And a ball is life, about that exact King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map There's a time to score and a time to assist Ain't no YN team, let the winning commence From generation to generation, game don't stop The new and old school got the game on lock it's all legendary, it's all necessary We all been all-stars before February And after that, King and Gates, after racks But really trying to get some wins, not just padding stats Two basketball lovers through happenstance Built a bond that led to greatness that advanced from BTG Nation, here we go Listen, they, they, they bridging the gap They bridging the gap, they, they listen they 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 bridging the gap they bridging the gap they they listen that clip from kg sounds so different after that live stream with paul pierce <laughs> man og what's happening here we are back at it again how you feeling oh man you know yeah i know i know it's the end dubai here we are live from dubai for all of our listeners first time returning btg nation folks it's a young OG, triple OG over here, live and direct from Dubai in the lovely First Collection Hotel in JVC. This should be your number one choice for anywhere you want to stay when you make your trip here. We have two locations and they're working on another one, I, I, I believe. Most we might hear about that soon. But um, OG, this is a it's a beautiful time right here. It's a beautiful time. Before we get into, <laughs> before we get into the episode and everything, I got some something I want to share. <clears throat> hey, the universe kind of works is that it's generous. The more you give away, the more you get, which makes no logical sense whatsoever. But it's so reliable that you can live your life based on that. But being able to give away, knowing that you'll get it, is the foundation of all artistic creation and the best habit to have because you need to produce a lot. You need to give away a lot and keep making things in order to make something great. And if you are confident that there's more where that's come from, that you can keep giving that away. And that's how you arrive at your understanding of yourself. If we can create 1% more than we destroy every year, then we can have progress. Now, now, why do why do I play that? Why do I play that today, right now? Why do I got that running, OG? Why do you think? You tell me, man. Listen, I, I got we're, I issue. We're right here, right? And this is this. He talks about being an artist, so he's talking about that from artistic standpoint, video, pictures, and everything. But I, I think this just just correlates all across the board, right? Here we are, episode seventy five. Three seasons, episode 75. Hold on. Just just us, King. Episode 75. No guidelines. No money. <laughs> no money. Definitely no, no money. Just time, just energy, and just belief, right? And mind you, we had two full seasons before we had one guest. Just us doing it by ourselves. Yep. Um, uh, almost 80% of our episodes is just me and you. Yep. Just a lot of people doing things now. They got to bring people in. They can't sustain, right? And we just giving all of this away. And it just keep getting better and better, right? And at times, it's like, yo, why the hell are we doing this? 
because it ain't coming. But then we have moments when somebody is like, yo, I seen that, I read that. Y'all doing a lot of good work and we keep going. And I took that to a more practical side or something where you understand who mountain Dubai. Woo King, that time, that energy, that mental capacity, a lot of that stuff was just given away for free. For free. Right? There is no, there is no, that you guys, whatever it may look like for us, the money is not there. The money is not why, right? <laughs> you know, in the, in the back end, hopefully we, we hope and pray that it gets there on the back end, right? But that's not why we get up every day and do it. And so that's a timely reminder, right? right? And so before we jump into that full update, you know I got to open the tunes up. You know I got to do it. I know last week I said I was going to take it back to the West Coast, but for 75, I want to do something special. Because okay. we international. We got different energy these days, right? We got different crowd. We in 13 different countries. We in Dubai, some melting pot. You know how we used to do the, the Friday, Saturday brunches. <laughs> you know, it's a different energy. Yeah, yeah. So I got to appease everybody. I got to jump out there. And so, King, here we go. All of you guys are just checking in. This is for the audio listeners right here. We back at it with Lee Bueller. Yes, Naya. She didn't got serious. Who am I? It's just a girl, them sugar. All right. Here I know. I couldn't wear my hoodie today. King, tell these people stop playing with me. We here to stay, King. I'm telling you, it's gonna be different. What we doing? What we doing? We're going to take him everywhere. Come on. This my this this that one. Go find her. What? 
Chat no work, yeah, yeah man, watch the time. Stop playing with my mind. Oh, I know in a joke when she will want the wine. You call me on the phone. I know what I'm talking, angel, come down. And now I want you home. I tell Jackie, get me now, you know, stone. What else? My chemistry is flowing. Can you cause a chain reaction? I need some action. Tender satisfaction. Shout out to Father Romy. We need a trip to Jamaica. Coach Jones just got back from Jamaica. Where? Listen. Let's go, you Lee Bueller. Take him everywhere, baby. Come on. Them are the done to the beast. We have the key. Put the done to the key and turn them in a donkey. Yes. Them are the done to the beast. We have the key. Put the done to the key. Hey, it's the last week of school in the States, too, King. Man, listen. This is my college years right here. Shout out to eBay. All the teachers, all the P teachers, everybody. Play this on the way out. I know it's a half day on the last day of school. Make you want to go out on the beach right now. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Ain't no podcast in the UAE close to this. Oh, no. Ain't close. Come on. No radio show, nothing. You know we pick it up on the second half Shout out to our friends from the UK. We know that vibe is hard too. <laughs> and this will we give away for free, y'all. Don't get 
fresh one go and pick up a song hey, yeah. What? Yeah. She didn't got serious This girl's a little bitches in this shit Hey, Lee is working. <laughs> we got some DJs listening too. I'm putting some pressure on y'all. Pressure. Let's end it out. Fourth quarter. Where we going, King? Beauty, Fourth quarter. Please take me with you. Oh, Come on. Man, this cat. Yo. <laughs> All right, man, listen. All the joints. Lee, you special, boy. You back in your bag. Yo, shout out to my bro, BG. Happy birthday, kid. My college roommate, man. My best friend, bro. My guy just turned 29. Shout out to my nephew, Aiden. Come on. J-Mo, I know you listening. Peyton better be right there. Bueller, please take me with you. It's a history lesson for you too, Marley. You say you Jamaican, but I don't know. I know, that's why we got it. The last two minutes, King. Five of them things for free. Let's celebrate tonight. 
Bueller, please take me with you. Now the son of the kid to all women and the best speak for themselves. Man, the man knows that the fight you both and rub. Shots man and rave on this one. New brand bound to come number one. Watch it. And you feel big up, big up. All of the women them big up, big up. All of the girl them big up, big up. All of the women them big up, big up. What? See me now. My teeth cock up. Titty nipples stand up. Please. Be my Apache full of pay me a cup when she walk my street. I would have a man big demo. Big up, big up. Call your fat on your bump. Call your fat on your bump. Expensive on a rubber foot. You want it out of here and just big up. Call if your fat on your bump. I know you come for boot. You want it out of here and just big up. Call if your fat on your bump. Another virgin blump. I put you want it out of here and just big up. Call if your fat on your bump. And you bump out of a boot. You want it out of here and just big up. It's only right. Jump on skin out. Cause you know so you're sexy. Shout it out. Cause you have the winery. Ball it out. You're big, thick and healthy. They brought you up a money. Cause only for money. Your ear style. Listen, they 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 bridging the gap. They bridging the gap. They they talk to me, King. Episode seventy five. That's how we starting. That's your guy, Lee. That's my guy, Lee. And you said we did seventy five for free. Seventy five for free. But that's your guy, Lee. That's my guy, Lee. We gotta start paying. We got. St- we <laughs> hey, listen. Fuck that. We listen. But listen, though, King. If you hang on for the pod, I'm ending it with some more heat. I'm showing you the range. I'm showing you the range. It's not just hip hop. We going and it, I can have them get into the soft rock bag too. But I'm gonna wait for that one. That's a, a, that's a part of hip hop that right you played though. Yeah, at the end was crazy. They don't even know the fusion that they had right. back there with the boom bap. Like, come on, King. Man, those are those temple parties, man. We had man. Come on, man. Look, King. I'm telling you, I, hey Lee, is working. Lee is working. Lee, my goal is to get you out here. What you need, man? Yeah, I'm getting them out here. That's the thing. We we gonna make it happen. I'm Lee. I'm gonna get you out here. I'm gonna get you out here, and we are gonna put on a show. <laughs> we talked about this years ago in that mental hospital when we was watching them kids. Those, those overnight shifts. We was in there. I was like, yo, you don't. You shouldn't be here, Lee. You got too much to give. And I'm, this is what I'm talking about right here. Yeah. And he on his way, man. King, man. Episode seventy five, dog. Oof. Episode 75, and not just episode 75. It's like everything collectively comes together because we just had our Hoop Mountain um, Dubai Hoop Star Shootout, and this time it was the clash of the parents. And <clears throat> let me start off with... I'm going to look into my camera. Thank you for every parent that participated, every parent that bought a shirt. I got the HMD shirt on today, but you guys are so important so important for us you know we don't have like it's hard to get up some days and do this because the other matter of fact sunday morning i wanted to call out <laughs> i looked over i said who i'm gonna call out to nobody <laughs> nobody but it was it's worth it because we know where it's going and you guys remind us of that all the time man yeah. but how, how, what's your review on the hoop star shootout i'm gonna put my hoodie on because it's cold now <laughs> <laughs> man how can i say um I'm going to say it was an A+. Plus. And that's with 20, 30% of our families not being able to participate, participate with injury or work, traveling for work or, uh, you know, illness. You know, the, 
you know, the, the group that we showed up was a big group. We had three teams, and they everybody played hard. People who had never played basketball before got out there and played hard, diving on the floor for loose balls, contesting every shot. Diving into each other. <laughs> sprinting on defense, getting hot at the referee, you know what I'm saying, you know, yelling at the scores table. I mean, couldn't ask for anything better, man. Listen, I am one – I love the fact that a lot of our parents were humble enough to be like, look, I ain't never, I ain't never played before. I ain't never played before, but I know my kid gets out there every day, yeah. and they work hard for something, and I know you guys are tough on them about it. So let me just get out here for, for sake, right? Yeah. So many parents at the end of that were like, yo, <laughs> basketball is tough. Yeah. <laughs> basketball is tough. How do we make this happen? And so I love seeing that right there. Yeah. Um, what What is the feedback you were getting from parents? Already, it's um, especially from the men. How can we get in on the open runs with you guys? That's what we need. Yeah. That's definitely what we need. Now, from the moms, what were you getting? When are we gonna start having our own practices? <laughs> so I said, don't worry, we're gonna start that in September. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And get it started, man, and and get them up to speed and. Let's go. Hey, what I like about that too is, you know, I'm I'm always thinking about content now. The videos we can make and put out right there with the moms and their own practices and stuff like that. It's you don't know this, right? But shout out to Rabia. I hope they watch this episode. But in the middle of the huddle, in the middle of the huddle, <laughs> I can it's, already imagine it's a close game in the middle of the huddle, and I'm keeping her in, right? And Robbie is asking me questions all game. She's like, Coach, what am I doing wrong? What can I do better? Like, is this cool? Like, can I get back in? Like, what are we, what are we gonna do? And so um, it's close game. It's the, that black game, the black, orange versus black, the first okay. one, right? And so I'm telling her, I said, look, you guys gotta calm down, stop turning the ball over, you know, trust each other, see, you gotta be aggressive. She is in the like back of the huddle with her phone, checking her makeup and her hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, Robbie said, look, a girl got to make sure she looked good because she put on a new headband that she didn't have and she wanted to make sure her hair was in all good and the, and the everything was good. I was like, this is priceless, you know, like one of a kind, but it ended out great. Um, shout out to Colin, Colin Grant, um, for winning the MVP. Um, and shout out to First Collection for sponsoring that um, award there. Thank you guys for that, but but it was it was still competition for sure because Zuby's dad was out there balling. Peter, Peter Zuby, yeah. Arun was out there. Arun was balling, balling, and then even Ram, um, Remy, uh, Remy, Paul's dad, Paul's dad was out there balling too. Yeah. And I was like, hold on, yeah. dads are moving a little bit. And I got to give a shout out to some of the moms because Sam's mom, Julia, she made two big buckets two for us. huge buckets. Yes, yes. Sam, Sam, Sam said, my mom made two mid-range jumpers. <laughs> and then Clara, Clara, Thiago and Enzo's mom, she was a difference maker in her first one. Yeah. She killed us. Yeah. She had like eight points out of nowhere. Right. And then Robin's mom had a big time floater. Yeah. Just holding it up in there. It was a joy to watch, man. And then just watching how all of them mesh, yeah. right? Um, shout out to Jesse's mom, Toppy. You know she's there for entertainment, right? Right. And shout out to her because she complains a lot about the radio stations and the energy that they give out here. 
I just gave you something I know you're not getting nowhere else. For and sure. I know your Nigerian roots and everything else. And so lock in. But um, she shows support, got some gear for the kids afterwards too, man. Phil, Philip, Philip, uh, Valentina's dad. Now, they are some tough competitors over yes, there. Yes, they are. He he fouled out early. Yeah, yes. But he went <laughs> but 110%. 110, man. It's a long list of parents that were out there getting it. Shout out to B, Bernard, yeah. um, Nehemiah's dad, too, made a trip from Abu Dhabi, yeah. you know. Um, and I know that a lot of those parents and other immigrants, especially AD, are watching us, too. Yep. I just want to let you guys know that we are going to try and make a way. Yep. We know because we know parents will sacrifice if it's worth it for their kids. So we're gonna try to make a way for you guys. But um, but man, again, let me show love to the parents, man. <laughs> That's it. What's what's up with the BGL update? It's almost playoff time, right? Man, you know, last round of the uh, regular season this Sunday. You know, people are jockeying for those final playoff spots. You know, some people will be in the top four playing for the Gold Cup. Some people be in the bottom four for the Silver Cup. Yeah. Where are you going to be? Yeah. <laughs> it's all up to you. Yep. This is that time, too. And this is that um, moment. Like, you know how college basketball is. It is a different energy once March hits and the weather changes. No more snow on the ground, depending on where you are in the country. <laughs> yeah, right. Depending yeah, on where you are. But most places, the, it's different when you go into class. There's only three weeks left. And people, when we're still playing basketball, people going to class in shorts, yep. right? And it's like, oh, after this, is really over, <laughs> right? Some people have a different sense of urgency. So we're going to see what that looks like for the young bucks. Yep. yep. Now, I, I, would be, I would be irresponsible if I don't bring this up right now. Even though I have my hoodie on inside right here because we have the AC on. It's hotter than my <laughs> it, King, it is hot in Dubai. Like, like it's it's hot out here, yo. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna bring this question to Dubai, Dubai, right? Because I'm not going back to the states for the summer. Um, I, the pockets is looking. I don't know. Want a nice little budget, preparing for some things. So I don't think I'm traveling during the summer. So I'm gonna be here for the whole summer. How do I stay warm in Dubai? I mean, not warm. I'm sorry. Let me get that out. Yeah, Don't yeah. even want to miss that. Change and, that. In Dubai, how do we stay cool? How do we enjoy ourselves while staying in Dubai and stay cool? Give us some suggestions, some tips. BTG Nation, the family, the crew, share. Let's come together. And I already know what some people are going to say. Like, people, some, some people going to say, don't go outside during the day. Yeah. Just come out after sundown. Or if Leave. you do venture out early, go to the mall. Yeah, they got to be something else, though, besides just the mall. Even though the mall got a lot the of The mall options. has everything. Yeah, got, got everything. But you got to, there's some, there's some hidden gems, because every time I turn around, something new. Yeah. So there's something out there. We're, we're going we're gonna to put a little poll up top on the story so you can give us some suggestions. But let us know. <laughs> what can we do in Dubai to stay cool and still enjoy the, the, the stuff around yeah. here? Um, and so we got to get right into it, King. It's NBA time. Let's yep. talk about it. You know, first and foremost, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. First time, first time ever, right? Yes, first time ever. And I'm enjoying this era of NBA basketball because you think about we've gotten to see the Bucks win a chip. Yep. We've gotten to see Toronto win a chip, and now here we are with Denver winning a chip, right? And we know that if you look at the banners and the hist historically how everything has been dominated, Lakers and Celtics have everything. Then it's the Bulls, Spurs. then it's the Spurs, and now it's the Warriors. 
right? And then you sprinkle in a Nick here, uh, a Mavericks here. Heat and uh, Pistons. Heat, then, heat and yeah. Pistons. You get into here. Like, you sprinkle in a little bit of everything, but it's mainly purple and green up top, right? Yep. And so now it's cool to see a little bit of parity, especially the Nuggets. That's an expansion team. I'm, I'm not gonna, ABA team. ABA team, former ABA team. So, you know, that's different. That's a different program and everything there. So shout out to them. Shout out to the whole organization. Yeah. Yeah. They they waited patiently. They didn't they didn't blow things up when Jamal Murray got hurt in the um, the bubble. They kept they kept building and waiting patiently for him to get back. And Joker held them down while he was gone. And um they came back and put him over the top. Yeah, and I and I gotta give a shout out to uh, one of our one of our followers um, who is who has been at me on Instagram. <laughs> he's been at me on Instagram. Well, us. I ain't gonna say me because he's at the podcast. Um, his name is Leon Ofba, um, and so Leon responded to this video about two months ago. But now you got Joker. Who did Joker already win two MVPs? He went one. I think he won we'll, two. Yeah, he won two. This would be his third possible. Yeah, I think he won Yeah, he won two. Um, and I don't hear anything about championship or bust for them. Well, let's, let's, let's keep it 100. The, the problem is no one really believes that those two can carry their teams to an NBA championship. That's his bottom line. Let's be Oof. real. Yeah. When you look at NBA, you're like, yeah, you can, he can put the team on his back and they can win it. Joker and Luka can't do it. They just can't. Now, now, when I talk, oh, music still playing here. Now, when I, I bring that up because um, he, he's at me, he said, it looked like we proved you wrong. And I'm going to stand by what we said. Yep. Now, first of all, Joker is absolutely amazing. Yep. He cemented his legacy as, I'll say, top six big of all time, right? When and I'll put him in there because Shaq just posted a picture of him alongside the other greats, and his resume is starting to look ironclad up there. I'm going to comment on that when you're done. Okay, okay. And so Shaq, Shaq has him up there with um, himself, obviously. And so Shaq, Kareem, Wilt, Bill, D-Rob, um, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, and um and Joker. So that's like top eight. That's top eight. I don't say top six, top eight. Well no. you're up there top ten. I'll say top ten all the time. It's almost centers. Um and what I'll say is backing up what I my point we both made is he he did not carry Nuggets by himself. No. That was that was the number one thing that we're saying. Not questioning how great he is, but you get to see how great his skills are and what makes him so special because of his surrounding cast. Yeah. Can I chime in? Of course. And it, the, pro, the point is proven by this. We said Jamal Murray's the key, mm -hmm. okay? Everybody knows you have to have a, a supporting cast that comes through. They don't have to be consistent, but as, as a collective, Somebody needs to step up each night. And that's exactly what happened this year. Somebody stepped up each game with the you know, with Joker always being Joker and doing his thing, and then Jamal Murray coming back. And the reason why our point was proven, because the years before Jamal Murray came back, yeah. they ain't they shit. They couldn't get they couldn't get this far with just Joker. Yep. Everybody needs help. Mm -hmm. There's very few guys 
who can just carry you to the finals by themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's very few. There's one or two guys. And Joker's just not one of those guys. Yeah. And when I say one or two, so now we're talking about He's he's just like the other superstars yep. of past. Everyone. You got you got to have some help. LeBron and, needed help. Yeah, and so and so that's what we did. No one's disrespecting Joker. So whoever whoever was commenting, you evidently didn't re, didn't listen to the whole podcast because mm -hmm. we explained this. Yeah, and it's true. You look at Aaron Gordon had a good, big night. KCP came through there a couple times, and we're talking about. Jeff Bruce, Green, Bruce Brown, Christian Braun, yeah. and and Jamal Murray was a constant every night, and that's why they're saying this is one of the best duos yeah. ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then let me go back to name. Show me that list for Shaq again. All right, uh, please. Shaq, Shaq got himself. Yep. Um, he got Kareem. Yep. He got Wilt. He got Hakeem. Yep. He got Bill. Yep. D. Rob. Patrick Ewing okay. and Jokic. Okay, so let me say this to people. By Shaq putting you on that list, that's a sign of respect. Yes. Right? And you've earned it. But yeah, and, and he put and he put the accolades there. Yeah. And so he got the one he got one champ, one finals MVP, yeah. two final two MVPs, right. and then five NBA all right. NBA. Teams. Right. And and so the thing is it, right. it, it look it, it don't look as crazy as the other ones, well, ex except for Ewing. He, he got but, Ewing. But people have to understand this. There's a gentleman by the name of Moses Malone that they didn't put on there. Mm. Go back and look up Moses Malone. And what did Moses Malone lack sometimes? The supporting cast. But he's got a chip when he had help, right? And so when you go back and now you start to look at the top big men, now you, when you start to dissect who is the best of all time in terms of bigs, now you got to go, who's their competition? Mm. Everybody that was saying that this is one of the best eras of basketball, this is why the older guys that have been watching different eras of basketball say you're wrong. It's because there's no bigs. Yeah. There's no quality bigs that can do multiple things. That's why Joker is dominating everybody because he only has two True. nights of competition. True. That's yeah. potentially Anthony Davis. Because who did he play against in, in, the, in the finals now, right? It, yeah. In Bam, and Bam is what, 6'7", six, 6'8"? Six, Bam Adebayo and, and Adebayo is not a center. Yeah. He's, he's not a center. He's not even really a power forward. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's my thing. So Joker's been doing, he's been cooking like he's supposed to, but he doesn't have the same competition or rivals yeah. such as Wilt and Bill Russell. Shaq and Tim Duncan, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's not even close. Yeah. So we're never going to take away his respect and what he's accomplished, but people keep it real. And, and let me make sure I do this, too, because this individual is going to have a hard time getting any respect for top all-time bigs because of his antics. But I'm going to just read the resume without saying a name. Yep. One-time NBA champ. Yep. Three-time defensive player of the year. Eight-time All-Star, five-time rebound champ, five-time All-NBA first team, five, four-time All-NBA defense, two-time block champ, all-rookie first team. Yep. That's it. All, okay. Who is that? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Yep. Right? And, did he, and he also carried the Magic team to the finals, yep. and he just met up with Kobe. And so, um, again, like you said, and that's an era, too, where he had to play, even if you don't have to play against real centers, the era that Dwight Howard was in, there was stat. 
There was KG still. There was Duncan. There was Rasheed Wallace. And it, so it was, the bigs, period. It was still bigs that were physical and skilled. Yeah. Right now, Joker's probably probably six or seven years behind the era that he should have played in. Yeah. You know, and again, I said it before, that's Sabonis in his prime. Yeah. Right? And he just shoots better from the trade than sure, Sabonis, sure. right? But again, Joker is amazing. And yeah, as good. soon as as soon as Mike Malone got up on that stage, he said the next thing after winning a ring is a dynasty. And so he understands what he got. He understands too. And then they made some trades during the finals to, for draft picks yep. so they can leverage and really make a push at it. Because when you have Joker, you got Murray, and then you put MPJ around, um, you got a chance to do something for the next few years if you can hey, put some pieces sure. in. Sure. Um, interesting fact uh, DeAndre Jordan gets a ring before CP and Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> and then CP's, oh, CP got waived by the Suns. Mm, okay. So I don't know if that's going to be a money thing or anything like that, but Fred Van Viet is denying his option is going to be a re- unrestricted free agent. And he was set to make 22. And he said no. Mm. So you know, you think about Celtics, Suns, Lakers, like it's a whole host of teams. And for you Toronto fans that were cooking him, you got to realize that Van Vliet is really a backup. Yeah, or even if he's a starter, like he's a starter on a team that's supposed to have a dynamic star like right like Kawhi was right or anything so if he goes to phoenix and plays alongside he'll be back to yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying like that'd be back. crazy and so i'm hearing these rumblings about harden trying to get to houston which if he does everybody's gonna fry him because we know that's not about basketball but then to him trying to get to phoenix yeah, he ain't going to Phoenix. I hope he don't. I yeah, hope for their hope sake he not, don't yeah. go to Phoenix, though. But let's talk basketball, too. Like, where where will we rank this NBA team, this finals team, Denver Nuggets, amongst the last five, right? We got the Toronto Raptors of 2019. We got the Golden State Warriors of last of 2022. We got the Lakers of 2020. We got the Bucks of 2021. And then we got these guys. Mm. The, the Warriors team is tough because they have some all-time greats mm-hmm. that have already cemented their legacy. But that year, it was just Wiggins and all those guys. Like, as that team, do you put that team better than this Nuggets team? I know, but they got stuff. Like, his, his, just, his, his resume is just longer than everybody. Well, no, just for the team. Just, just for, for that team. team. Just for the um, matchup. Just for that matchup. I'm gonna say Denver's pro out of the out of the five, Denver's probably probably one or two. Yeah. Just because of their youth. Um Joker has been the best big the last three, four years. Um Jamal Murray showed in the bubble that he's one of the top guards because he had a crazy playoff series against the um Lakers. Everybody in the bubble. Um what's his name from um Utah though they went at it. Oh yeah, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Like they they put, put in fifty those, pieces. Those two put on a show. Yeah, and um, I'd have to put them up there, man. Like this year, they were the best team from beginning to end. Beginning to end, and it's been a while since somebody's done that. Yeah, I mean, on this Bleacher Report thing, they have them ranked number one. Mm-hmm. The Bucks number two, Lakers number three, number four is that Warriors team, and then number five is that Raptors team. You know, I don't think it's a bad list there. Um, I'm I'm putting our Lakers team over the the Bucks though, of course, but. I think that's a good list, and I think it's a it's a dope era right now, because I think other teams if they make some adjustments, they have a chance. I create ironically enough, right? Um, 
And we'll get into <laughs> this a perfect but segue. I'm, well, I'm glad you mentioned that about us, some other teams making adjustments. But this goes to show you right here. Joker is the prime example of there's still a place for bigs. Mm. Think about it. If if somebody were to get a quality big, that changed the whole dynamic of their their future. Man, if you if you just if you stick to your guns, and I think this is the this is what I miss about watching basketball growing up, is parody. Mm-hmm. Not not just parody and like who wins, but the style of play. Like you used to watch and you'd be like, all right, going into Memphis, that's gonna be rough. All right, they're gonna have to be physical. Going into um, L.A. with the triangle, they're going to run their sets, and then it's going to be a time where Kobe or MJ or whatever those guys, they're going to have a chance to be stars, right? You go into um, you go into San Antonio, ball is free-flowing. Everybody's moving. Everybody's making something happy happen. Um, maybe you go to New York and it's ISO ball, but everybody plays to the strengths of their players, their roster, yeah. right? They work and they pick who they think is yeah. going to help them grow based on what they have, yeah. not watching what the Warriors do <coughs> and how they shoot threes yep. and how we got to follow this because yep. no. Yeah, like, you play the, your, the strength of your roster. You, you talk about that. People don't know the Denver Nuggets used to average 120 a game. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at that mellow. <laughs> no, before that. Before that. Before oh, yeah. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Moncrief. They yeah. just run, run up and down. You know, you, you play Utah, you know, it's pick and roll to death with Stockton alone, you know, as a, a dynamic duo. Yeah. You know, you, you talk about being rough and physical and grinding in Memphis. Think about going to Detroit yeah. with the bad boys. You know what it is. <clears throat> Come on, Houston with Twin Towers. Yep. Right, the bigs and so, bigs and bigs. So you, so you know, you don't. It's not. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a copycat league. You know, play to what your, you know, what your strengths are, man. Excuse me. And it'll work too, though. Like it, that, we just watching this, and so um, NBA off season to do list. I'm just gonna go through this quickly. It's brief. It's a Bleacher Report thing. I'm gonna go through it quickly because it's all 30 teams, right? And so for. Atlanta, right? They say extend the uh, the Jonte Murray, extend the, the young big that they got. I think it's like um, Oyinka Kongwu, and then acquire some shooting to put around Murray and Young. But you know, you're hearing the, the rumblings that they might trade Trey Young, hmm. which would be catastrophic and dumb if you guys do that. <laughs> That'd be stupid. But one of us would like it. Boston, they say you got to trade Jalen. You got to round out the coaching staff, which they're doing. They're adding some really solid pieces there. And then you got to acquire a table setter. So basically, they're saying get a point guard. And with Chris Paul on the market, they're saying that Chris Paul to Boston would be a good fit. I just can't see Chris Paul in the Boston uniform. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. I, I think he would take a, a, a lesser contract to stay in Phoenix than go anywhere. Like I think that. he's going to stay somewhere warm. Yeah. You talk about a retirement. Yeah, he's, I mean, just he, just playing-wise, you, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's better on your body. You know, and uh, even if he were in Boston with Jalen Brown being gone, the workload for Chris Paul is still going to be heavy. It's too heavy. It's still going to be heavy. Too heavy. You know, you guys got to do it. They just have to make sure – all right, so they get, they just need to flip it. Brogdon starts, and Smart comes off the bench. Yeah, but is that – and then they talk about it. Like, is that roster really as good as people are making it out to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they still have deficiencies. Here's the, here's one of the big deficiencies they have. 
Al Horford's still your starting center. Number one. He, that's that's he, what, He's that's supposed to be going. coming off the bench as your veteran. Mm-hmm. And then we got Brooklyn. They say you need to make sure you re-sign Cam Johnson, which I'll agree. Because having Cam and Michael Bridges really sets you up for some for at least five years for the wing, right? Um, gauge the market for Ben Simmons. I mean, something has to give with that cat. I don't know what it is. I don't know if we send him to D.C. or, or what, send him to Charlotte. <laughs> you got to go somewhere. You got to do something, and they got to get some size. For the Hornets, they say you better extend LaMelo because if you don't extend him now when his time is up, he ain't going to be there. <laughs> right. I don't think he'll stay there. And then I like this one for them. They said trade Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. One or the other. One of them got to go. And I think I think Terry he he capitalized off of his run in um, in Boston and got paid because he can he can deliver some buckets, but he ain't somebody you need to be relying on as a centerpiece for your spot. Like you should be six man. Man, you should come right to the Lake Show. We got, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Bulls need to resign uh, Vujacic and then extend Caruso and get some shooting. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff over here looks good. The Mavericks need to re-sign Kyrie Irving, acquire a long-term big. Hmm, you know, you got some things you could have done there, but, you know, um, it's a bunch of stuff that's on here. Acquiring a, a long-term big. There are no long-term bigs. Because the league doesn't want them, right? So now all of a sudden, because of the style of play of Luka, where you need a big because he has to slow it down a bit and protect the rim, you can't because it's non-existent because nobody wants him. Yep. And so we don't train him to be that way. Yeah. Man, but let me let me get out of here. Let's talk about this, though. We'll get to that on another episode because that'll be interesting. But let's get to the shits. Zion Williamson. <laughs> Zion, 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 man, Zion. You know, congratulations to you and your your um your lady for the baby girl that's coming. You and know. maybe another one coming. Listen, 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 listen. What 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 is going on? So, for those of you that don't know, Zion Williamson, who is who is somebody that has been in the headlines more about not playing than playing. You know, only really. The headlines have been about whether or not he's actually healthy. Can he maintain his health? Can he stay on a steady diet? Is he serious about basketball? Blah, 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 blah. When he's on the court, magnificent. Yep. Amazing. Right? Can get it done. But now when we see this, right, and, you know, once one, once the baby mom came out with the gender reveal video, it was a host of ladies it was a host of them that came out, King, and they all have very, um, they have very particular profession, very particular profession. I didn't know there was more than one woman. It was like five. Wow, <laughs> it was a five of them, man. Okay, you know, and they had different, they had particular professions that we won't say on here because families listen. Particular skill sets. With skill sets. You know, high power. <laughs> you know, get it going, man. And so, King, when you hear about stories like this, right? Like, where where do we take it? What's what's where do we go wrong? Where do you go wrong? I, mm. young man with a boatload of money, hundreds of millions, a lot of free time, and no guidance. You know, and, and, you know, some of the things that that have been coming out, you know, other professional athletes and other wealthy businessmen and just people of power 
can all understand, but there's certain ways that you have to conduct yourself. And he just didn't do it. Yeah. You know, he was being reckless. And now, you know, um, he's put himself under the spotlight again. For the wrong For the thing. wrong reasons. And now, like, like, we are basketball players. We've been in basketball locker rooms. We've experienced the access we have as hoopers. And I don't have anywhere near the talent that he got or the, or the, the notoriety that he had. But I've had some fun out here because of basketball, right? Open some doors about some things. Mm -hmm. But it was a certain way I was told to move. Yep. There's a certain way I was taught to move. Now, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts. I've listened to Stephen A. talk about it, you know. And Stephen A. is somebody who's talked about his affinity for voluptuous women and his things, right? And there's just there's just no way in hell you getting me to do a gender reveal video. No. <laughs> no. No, you don't do that. You just When you know... There's skeletons in the closet. Why would you do something like that? But, That's crazy. But not even like, not only are you like if the video happened, but you in the video too, like featured smiling ear to ear. And I'm sitting here, I'm I don't know the situation, so I'm waiting to see like, oh, okay, this is this is his joint. This is his girl. Like this, they about to get married. King, now you don't know this because you're not you know in in the era. But I saw a video of his baby mom two months ago. Right now, this video was her boxing in the streets. I mean, fighting in the streets of New York. What she was fighting in the streets of New York. She was. She got hands too. She was fighting. She was fighting in the streets of New York, dressed flying up in the air, like like rocking off, like on some bad girls club stuff. Never in a million years would I have thought that this young lady. Well, actually, she's about thirty and yeah, twenty nine, thirty. Oh wow. Yeah, you know, Zion only twenty two. But this, I didn't know that this lady would turn out to be Zion's joint. Like, and then the video, and then because of that, the side pieces that were upset were like, "Yo, what's going on?" Trying to blast them, blast them. Uh, 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 uh. And I, I saw some of the things just, you know, randomly where you know one of them was saying like, "You bring everybody to the same hotel and everything," and like, you know, like, come on, man, have some. In, in terms of no matter what you do, have some class. Listen, listen. He he hit a couple of them on the Snapchat. Like, yo, I like them jeans you got on. Let me let, when you want me to fly you out. Oh <laughs> man! No, this straight to the action, right? Like, what's what's crazy is is that one of them said, "I'm the inspiration. I'm your, I told you you can be as good as LeBron. I'm the one that inspired you to get back in the gym." Like, all I'm saying is. Zion, you need some OGs. Because all of the OGs are saying, look, I, Shaq could tell you. Like, they did some things back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that Corinne Stephan stories and all those things. Like, those is legends that basketball players go get there. But you, Zion Williamson, you're supposed to tighten it up. You know, I bring You're it. supposed to learn from the previous mistakes of, of <laughs> your old heads. Man, and, and but then they look at him, right? And he is country as hell. He he only like a couple years out of South Carolina at that small school where he's playing dunking on the white boys. Listen, man, it don't matter where you're from. You come on, man. But listen, but listen. You, 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 you can look at right, it don't matter where you're from, but once where you're from does matter when you start to see how you move. So I say that because <clears throat> not everybody from South Carolina, certain players dress country or dress it's like it's certain things to where you'll see somebody from Somewhere in the body, way they dressing you like, yo, 
you 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 definitely from you little Geechee. Like you definitely from around there. <laughs> and so that Zion dresses that way too. Zion don't dress like, you know what I'm saying, like um I don't know, I can't say what Zion he dressed like, yo, he just came with some money. He used to being at the, the the one store by the Piggly Wiggly. Like he definitely looked that way, man. Cause I don't know who around him over there. But Zion, man. You got the dough to take care of it, but just watch yourself because you don't want to have six, seven of them things running around. And you, again, you're messing with some specialized professionals. They ain't playing no games with you. Yeah, they're not playing. <laughs> yeah, they're older than you. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got 193 million coming your way. They ain't playing no games. I heard somebody say it's a new type of tickle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Zion, man, and then you know, it's it's funny because you know, right now it's not funny what I'm going into, but like that understanding, like sometimes people really don't understand the fantasy world you get dropped into when you live in the league, like you're an athlete, notarized, like you got access to every damn thing, right? Yeah. And so now, since the finals is over, everybody will be anticipating the John Morant suspension. Yep. Like, how will they react? And I see a lot of people saying that if it's more than 30 games, they're going to be like, yo, this is ridiculous, right? Like, like people's, like, making comments about it. Like, like Stephen A, he's like, look, if it's more than 30, if it's, like, 40 games or something, I'm going to get an air and I'm going to fight back for that because that's egregious. Like, that's half the season. For, yes, he's violated some policies, but he hasn't broken no law, no drug substance use things, anything like that, like, more than 40, because that basically, you know, that might deter the entire season for them, the money, all that other stuff. But here we go, y'all. You know, both from South Carolina. They're both learning some things different ways. Yeah. You know. You know, the, the whole thing with potentially being over over 30 games, here's the thing that I, I like the fact that Stephen A and those guys would advocate for him, but – we don't know because they did say that there's more facts coming. We don't know everything that has happened. There could have been things that happened in previous years that they kept yeah. quiet. We don't know about. So, you know, this could be a situation where, you know, you give somebody second, third, fourth, fifth chances, and now it's just come to a head where you're like, yeah. come on, man, we got to do something. So who knows, man? Yeah. Who knows? I and, just, I wish who the best. Listen, man, I'm going to be real with you. Who cares? This is a, this is a cat that's, ha that's a, he's an adult now. Yeah. He's a multimillionaire, okay? And you sign your contract, you know what you can and cannot do. Like, where's, the, you know, all these people commenting on, man, screw that. Listen, Ja's going to be okay. Ja, they can suspend Ja for two years and he'll still be okay. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people who have real jobs out here that make far less money, that still got to deal with the same stuff. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying I don't like John. Or th I'm just saying some people get going a little too deep with this. Cat, this cat's wealthy. Very wealthy <laughs> and young. And and with youth, that gives you opportunity because you got time still on your side. To and he's got up. talent. Yeah. He's got talent. Unden undeniable. Undeniable talent where he could easily be the face of the league. Come on. Please. Yeah. And you got time. Yeah. Like The thing about the league is – they can rebrand anything. Yeah, they can rebrand anything, and so. But but let me take it. You know, that's enough of the NBA. Let me take it into a different direction here for you, because I think this is interesting too. 
want to know, like, as a parent and as a fan of basketball, what's going on at the parks? The parks is empty. Is it the parents or is it just the kids and playing video games or on their phones and all this other type of stuff? Well, this is a different generation. You said the phones, you said the PlayStations, but the main thing is, is AAU. The AAU okay. program has us completely up. They go and get five and six good basketball players and put them on one team, and then the coach becomes a superpower coach who is not coaching them to nothing. We used to go outside and try to get run. We used to have to go jump over gates. We didn't have 17 shoes to go to a gym and everybody sitting there waiting for us, and we got that prime time like that. We had to be on that concrete, messing up our good shoes, getting in before the lights come on and all that crap. Kids ain't built like us. It ain't gonna never be another Shaq ever in life. It ain't gonna be another Gary Payton ever in life. We might name our people, our kids after us, but it ain't gonna be no Gary Payton or no Shaquille O'Neal. So these kids got a different generation, and they don't know how to go get it. They think we owe them something when they should be trying to learn how to earn it. That's why we don't see people on the playgrounds no more. They don't need to go on the playgrounds. All they got to do is just go on a travel team and get everything they want, and that's where it goes. And I want to know, like, as a parent now, and as a when, when, oh, man. We'll respond to that. Oh, you got to clap that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they got, that's, that's, come on, man. Like, but, but this is the thing, though, King. You see that, but I, I was reading comments. And, and comments are saying like, yo, you missing it. The fact is that AAU teams are allowing kids to get out of their cities and play against other places. And AAU is the reason why so many good players aren't getting overlooked anymore and, and all these other different type things. And I don't, I think the comments are people who have no idea what they're talking about. Some of those comments are people who have no clue what they're talking about and, and not really listening to what, G, what GP is saying about basketball and right. what playing outside means. Right. Outside of just the actual part of playing, but it means something a lot deeper than just, yo, I'm at the park. Because you could right. be at the park and just be bullshitting. Right, right. Mm. It, these people that are commenting, think, they think that he's attacking AAU for, for getting kids and, and getting them a chance to travel. All right, let, let's, let's talk about that first. These kids that are traveling for free are the top players in the country anyway. Hold on, so, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Reiterate that, King. These players that are traveling for free are the top players in the country, regardless of whatever era they're in. And they can be in Gary Payton's era, or they could be in the current era now. They're going to travel for free. The, the problem that Gary Payton has and he's addressing is that the kids who are not the top players are not playing in the playgrounds to get better. Mm -hmm. They're only paying to play and travel. So just because you pay to play to travel to Pittsburgh, Vegas, um, South Carolina, um, Florida, Florida, the big the places where the big tournaments are, that doesn't mean you're getting better. Man, all you are is fish food. That you're fish food because. You're paying to play. Nobody knows who you are. The tournament starts on Friday morning at 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Guess what time you're playing? 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Guess what time the top players are playing? 12. 12, 1, 2, 3. When the coaches get a chance to get up, have breakfast, <clears throat> get over their hangovers or whatever, yeah, uh -huh. and then they go to the games. Nobody's coming to see you at 9 a.m. Yeah, you know, except the except you get the you know the few college coaches who are like they're young, you know, they're they young and just hungry, you know, and they they're looking for a specific type of player. The 
those kids that pay to play that get an opportunity are guys that have to be exceptional or they're getting the leftovers. Mm -hmm. So, so no, you need to go play in the park and learn certain things, certain aspects of the game, such as one, correct your mistakes. So you go to the park and you lose and you have to wait three hours to get back on the court. You start to, you start to analyze what you did wrong in terms of what got you off the court. And so now the next time you go play, you try not to make the same mistakes so you can stay on the court. And those are things that you learn that you can't learn playing AAU because when you, when you pay to play, you're paying to play a certain amount of games. So win or lose, you got three, four games. You think you're balling, but you don't know. You're, you're just paying for the top players to travel for free. Mm-hmm. That's bottom line. Mm-hmm. You're just another opponent for them, or you might be on their team. Mm-hmm. And we all know how it goes. If there's if there's 15 cats on a team, six or seven of those cats don't pay. Everybody else pays full price. Yeah. Like, come on, man, stop. You Yes, you got to go to the park to play. You got to go to the YMCA play. You got to play as much as you can and learn these life lessons and basketball lessons in terms of growing your game. You can't just do it playing AAU because once you get to the AAU setting, that is a showcase environment. Showcase. Showcase. To showcase what you can do on a competitive level. But if you've never had any practice leading to that, what you going to do? You're going to go there. What I say? You're fish food. Listen. The top players are sharks. And your minnows. And it's different because that shit, that that right there starts at like 10. Yes. There's some 10-year-old killers out here. Killers. And when, when we talk about, because I was part of that 10, 11, 12-year-old killer age group, right? My Virginia Pride teams, like we played against the Maryland Select teams. Like we was killers growing up. And the one thing that made AU completely different from when I was growing up to where it is now is that everybody couldn't be on the AU circuit. Yep. Everybody couldn't be there. Everybody couldn't make a Nike sponsor team or anything like that, right? I'm all for opening the doors for things, but you had to go through a certain ladder first, right? Like even the other side of it is like we all played YBOA at first because it was a cheaper alternative. But once we hit a certain age and we became those guys, you were at AAU. And when we had AAU and we were shifting from YBOA to AAU, we had tryouts over again because we had to get some new talent to go in there. So everybody didn't make it. Some of the people that were there before got cut, and you would see them at the park when you would go play because they was working on their game again to try to get back there, but it's different. And even if you you don't, and everybody doesn't need to be on a tribal AAU team. Like, everybody doesn't need to be traveling state to state to figure stuff out. That's that should be exclusively for the top guys. Yep. You shouldn't do that until you're ready. Yep. Because un- unless you're in a space to where there's not a lot of basketball around, that's different. Yep. But specifically from the DMV area, right? And we were talking about you could stay within the DMV or just on that east coast between North Carolina and Philly and just play teams there that are not Nike or whatever else and get the reps that you need that coach is talking about. Get the competition that you need, that Beltway League, Man. those all those different things. Like, you could do all of that. The, the, the people who think that you can't get noticed now is just bullshit. Yeah. There's, things have changed twenty since 20 years ago. With social media now, there's nothing that goes unseen. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. people on college recruiting staffs that's, that's – 
their only job is to watch social media, see who who could be popping here, who's a standout here. And, you know, with the AAU teams back in my day, which is a long, long time ago, you had to be selected. Yeah. You just had to be selected. You know, I lived in a rural area where, you know, we had good teams, but you had to you had to be exceptional to get noticed, right? right. And so when Coach Williams, Johnny Williams, may he rest in peace, came down my way, you know what, what, what got his attention? Other coaches in the area saying, hey, man, there's a kid down here that could play. Yeah. And you know, he just had 45 the other night. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a, again, we go back to the whole thing. I was selected to go play. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just go, I, I, well, I didn't have any money anyway, but I couldn't just go pay to play somewhere. And that's what's going on. Now. Everybody's paying to go play somewhere. So not only are the top players still doing what they do, now it's become, becoming more of a moneymaker as opposed to just being a place where kids can go and, you know, not only develop, but showcase their talents and, you know, get a chance to get um, a scholarship. Now it's, you know. It's a business model behind it. 80, <laughs> 85% of the teams that go to these events, mm-hmm. these kids will never get scouted mm-hmm. seriously. And you and you pay thousands of thousands of dollars. Yep. Like for sure. And that's the, that's the other part of it too is there's so many people outside of the basketball <coughs> community and people that haven't really been in it that have been like, shit, I can, I got, maybe I got a couple dollars and I can raise a couple dollars and I can just put some people together. But it's kind of like, um, and I've been watching and thinking about this a lot lately, especially because we got kids that towards the end of the season, everybody's parents all over the world, if you're in a sport, you start to reevaluate the team and situation you're in because you want the best for your kid. Yep. And we're starting to see a lot of people come and you know, even though we're not, we're growing, we're getting closer and closer to this space where we can really take care of some of those stronger talents and everything like that. And there are some people that are already more established and should be doing that. But when I look at it and you know, new parents come to us and I talk to them, I was like, look, basketball is different for Coach and I. Right. And we really played. We really went through the hardships of those of this, the ups and downs, the expectations you had based on the work that you put in and still not getting to where you thought the public perception about what people think you were going to go. You didn't go. And then that plays event in maybe some politics in, but you still kept pushing. You still kept playing. And then on the flip side of that, which is where I have an issue with some coaches that I'm seeing now is you've been sold dreams before as a kid. As if somebody in high school, somebody somebody at some point, if you had any type of talent, somebody came to you selling you a dream, telling you about where you could go, what you could do. A lot of the, and they're always adults, and a lot of them took some kids off of a straight path that would have put them in a place to just be better overall. Yep. Not just basketball and maybe the next big thing for that person or the next big thing for that this person, but just putting you in the right place, right? I remember being where somebody, after we played a game at TC in the summer league, somebody came to me and was like, look, you know, I think you got some G, you can go here and here. Like, whatever shoe you want, your entire season, just send me a text and I can get it from you. You know what I'm saying? Just let me know. I got you. Right? And I'm sitting here, you know, I don't have to worry about shoes because I'm playing with Blue Devils and TakeOver and everything. But this is just somebody outside of it. It's like, oh, I didn't know Ryan was like this when he was at TC. That's just, that's a different, la, 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 la. And it's feeding into stuff. You know, I've had different people that try to steer me away from Coach from Coach Thomas and you and everywhere else. I'm sure you had people tell you, yo, JK, you could be in the league. 
You don't need to listen to this. You don't need to listen to that. But when you have people who are selling those dreams and they've never really been in that space to where your heart is broken, <laughs> you don't know where to turn to next or what to do next because they've only been preparing you for what this basketball thing could or could not do. And now you got a kid who at 17, 18, 19, maybe 20, 21, 22, 23, and they're, they're done with the basketball. Basketball is done. They're drained because they didn't use the rock. The rock used them. And you were part of that misguidance. And I'm saying that right now, often, right, with the local academies. I won't say any specific names, but one that has the biggest name here. You know, watching, seeing. And it's, I'm seeing videos of them promoting things and stuff. And I'm like, yo, that's wrong. You're going to hurt some kids' feelings. Right. And in Dubai specifically, I think it's even more messed up because I feel like people have um, their mis guided on what this um, demographic of people is like. Everybody here is not rich. Yeah. Everybody here does not have access to things. Everybody here is not those 1% people that you see. Like, it's a small population here anyway. So those people who shine, they're going to stand out because it's a small pond. Yeah. But everybody is not like that. And so you, some of these people are coming here and just thinking that, hey, I, I just keep selling, give me a, a couple a couple bucks here because they won't miss it anyway. Right. It's a child, man. <laughs> like, like that's basketball, and so, mm, <laughs> right? Like, that, that went in a tangent. That didn't have me running. I wasn't even supposed to talk about that. I ain't had that. But for basketball, for the court, I wanted to add too. The reason why GP said there'll never be another him, another another Shaq, or anything like that, because there's no parks, is because you don't know what it's like to be out there with no help. You know, when you play in these gyms and these controlled runs and everything like that, somebody going to stop and break up everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh. And, like, we're not encouraging fighting or anything like that. But I remember when I was a young buck at the court and I, and I wanted to play and I called next, but everybody kept taking my turn until I was like, nah, I'm playing. Like, that was a life lesson. That was that was something that I was like, I got to learn to speak up for myself. Speak up for yourself. And then handle myself accordingly through that amongst men yeah. in a space where we're playing, where it's all about, like, your mental advantage is going to be about, yo, like, is this dude even, is he supposed to be on the court with me? Yeah. Like, you just remember those days. Like, that's, that's part of that community about playing outside. It ain't just that we're not playing enough five on five because I see trainers get taken to personal. Yeah, you know, it's it's the element, it's the space of it. It's like the that's when it's the rawest. Just like if you go to a cipher for for rappers, it's the rawest when everybody's in the huddle and you just passing it and going through the mic. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're not supposed to when you go play basketball, man. You're not supposed to be in a nurturing environment every time. You're just not. You're not supposed to be in a, you know in an environment where you know somebody that's gonna make sure that they take care of everything, they control everything. You get X amount of touches and all that. Sometimes you gotta go figure out some stuff on your own, man. That's how you become a little tougher in basketball, man. Fact. And and that's why we have guys now that they get into a um a tough setting, whether it be practice or, you know, a game situation, and we wonder why, you know, they're not playing the way they're supposed to play, you know, or you expect them to play because they haven't had any day-to-day -day challenges, man. And so, you know, you know, the parks are empty just because, you know, 
everybody thinks that they should play inside. Everything, everybody thinks they should play on a wood surface. Yeah. They should play with a good indoor leather ball. They should play in an air-conditioned environment. You know, they should play in an environment where you, you know, there's no hard fouls. You know, um, you know, everybody gets to play. No, that's not a real basketball environment. Yeah. You know, and that's where the that's where the greats started to forge their game, man. Dog King, dog. I'm sitting here as we talk, and I'm just getting back all the memories of playing outside. Like, like as a kid, like it's literally everything that you would want, right? There are girls there. <laughs> there might be music there. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody there. Even my mom was outside at the game watching, like sitting in the corner just there. Like there's a park back there. Everybody got there. So maybe maybe some old heads came because they, they off for Saturday. <laughs> they worked all week. They off. They take their girl and their kids. They drop them off at the park around the corner, like right there across the field. They there. Everybody bumping. Everybody got their own jug of water. It's <laughs> your own towel on top of it. There's an old head on the side that used to run the court. They're too old to play. He talking trash. You know what I'm saying? There's a girl sitting over there in the corner. There's a dice game right there. <laughs> like, man, you might travel with your group too. Yeah, you travel for sure. You know what I'm saying? Get on a train and ride to Pentagon City when you could. Like, you might go to Maryland. I might play it a couple times in Richmond. Like, you just you you did travel whether you drive or you, whether you get on a train or a bus, whatever. You bike. Did, you did travel to go play other places because you want to. You want to go see, you know, where the talent is. And you're gay. And, you know, where you are with, as a player. And so people don't do that now just because it's my image. Yeah. Everybody's trying to protect their brand. You don't have a brand yet. Listen, you don't have a brand if you ain't hooping. Right. <laughs> Your brand is predicated on one thing. What we say, make that main thing the main thing. Yeah. Like, the hooping got to happen. And then I seen a video, too, to where uh, one of these trainer guys, I'm not going to play it here because I don't really, you know, he, he does some good stuff. He's, he's, he's a much bigger platform than we are, but you know. You know. Man. Right. And so, you know, they talk about a clip where T-Mac was like, um, he talked about how he stopped playing five-on-five because five he said he talked to Kobe, and Kobe was like, look, I don't get enough reps in five-on-five, five, right? And so training is important for me. But I, I hate when people use NBA examples. <laughs> like, why are you using an example of Kobe Bryant and T-Mac to talk about <laughs> how trainers need to, or people need to stop saying that kids are overtrained and they need to play five on five because they'll learn more. This is, this is Bean. This is T-Mac. These are masters at their craft. There's nothing that they've never seen before from the league from basketball, period. So now when they're training, they're training from that thought. They're talking about, how about the fact that they watch film? Yeah. <laughs> but they study film and break that down for hours. Like, we talking about? We talking about? It's people, man. We're going to take a different shift here, and we're going to give you something here, because you know how we get into our moment of clarity, right? And and I want to um, I want to bring this in, because we're moving into a different era. Like as a as a human race, right, with artificial technology, um, and I think it's interesting too, King. I, I wanna I wanna know what from your generation, your perspective, like just from what you've heard, because I know you haven't done much research on it, and it's interesting because there's a reason why you haven't done much research on it, right? And so, like, for what you know about what people say the influence of artificial technology is, some of the clips you might have seen of what it can do and what it has done. Like, how is how was someone from your generation to where you guys are more so looking at retirement, right? How are you looking at the influence of AI at all 
or just what your response of artificial technology would be? I mean, just right off the bat, it's, um, a lot of people in my generation are just concerned that, uh, you know, it'll just replace people in terms of, like, employment and things like that, you know? And, um, you know, you start to worry about these things as you get my age. And um, you, you worry about, um, you know, the, the younger generation that you're affiliated with, you know, your family, friends, and you just say, hey, man, dang, if this, if this you know, artificial intelligence can do this, yeah. you know, what can't it do? Right. You know, and so uh, where does that leave us as a species, mm -hmm. you know? So well, now, for you, it's not, you don't keep it on your radar much, right? No. Yeah, but, but you got to talk about why, because that... That's something too. That generation, like a generational gap, and things to where where the focus is. You know what I'm saying? Because there are the people that do think about it that are in your age range. They probably work in tech. Yep. Yep. Right. Because my mom ain't thinking about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know I, what I'm saying? I don't think it think of it clearly for the um, the fact that it can't do what I do. Yeah. It just it just doesn't have the 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 feelings, the emotion. Um, the work ethic, I mean, that, that I do in terms of dealing with people on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't care how smart it is or um, what its capabilities are. It can't connect with people like I do, and I'm not worried about that. Yeah, and so that's something, too. And it's funny, um, Nils Pops, the piece, he put he put a post up talking about you human soul-to-soul -soul connection is still undefeated, yep. right? And what's interesting is as I look at AI, because Illy was, uh, it's funny, because, you know, he's in computer science, and, you know, he's like 10 years younger than me, right? And so what he's catching up on or he's bringing to the table when he talks, <laughs> when he talks, Right, right, because he don't do the job he's supposed to do as a young dude, keeping us all abreast of things. But when he talks about it, he talked about it before Chat GPT started getting to the news, because he was saying that people on campus were using it to create things, right? And at first, it sounds scary, like artificial technology sounds like, yo, what is this going to do, right? But one, it's still tech, and it's still something that needs to be monitored and controlled by people, right? And so when I look at it, and I look at new things coming out. It's dangerous, like anything else is dangerous, right? But there's more good than bad that can be done. And what it's gonna do is it's gonna bring new jobs. It's not gonna take jobs away. Like it might take away some of those like in between wasteful things where people ain't really working the time that they are, but it's gonna bring new jobs because you need somebody to regulate, monitor, control, and correct. Because it's not 100% right with everything. And it has limits on what it is. And is people creating these different things, right? And so there's going to be errors within all of those different things, but the opportunities, what it can do, like, you know, artificial technology helps me put out these clips of the podcast now. Right. But that the, takes the, some time. the new jobs that it's going to create, though, are going to be people in a certain industry, though. And, you know, the, the people who, um, you know, those jobs that people say that, People may not be working at a hundred percent clip. Um, you know, people in those spaces are in trouble. You talking about like cashiers? And yeah, stuff like I mean, that. just you well, know. that's what I'm saying. They're gonna still need cashiers there to handle it because what does technology always do? It always breaks down. Yeah, but it's not the same. It, it, you can. They gonna be the same. You can even see the difference in the airport the last yeah. couple of years. I mean, you know, now they've <laughs> they limited the you know the customs agents because now you can scan your passport yourself. Yeah. So you think about it. It used and, to be in Dubai. You just need the eye. You don't even need your passport. So you know, you you know, it, where it used to be 
10 customs agents yeah. that you have to you know stand in line for. Now there's 20 different machines you can go to and scan yourself. So Now, on the flip side, last episode we had a clip from Killer Mike. He told your ass to get a trade. Some of, that, some of these jobs we don't need more people for. Mm. We do need more plumbers. We do need more um, electricians and stuff because people are going to continue to build houses. Yeah, but you know, but, those the, things. but the, the narrative that's been pushed around the world has been go to college and and it's a small scope of, you know, degrees that people will mm -hmm. seek, you know, instead of saying you can go to college and still be a plumber, you can still yeah. be an electrician, you know, and actually be in a space where, you know, after you do your apprenticeship, you know, you can be, you can be your, you know, own boss, yeah. be your own boss, you know, but, uh, but, but, but again, though, that's just a narrative change, right? But, but that's the one it's going to be tough for people too, because that's going to require a lot of hard work. You're talking about giving away stuff for free. Yeah. <laughs> we started the podcast without like with everything that you're gonna do, you're gonna have to give away something for free. And most of the time that's your time. Right. And so that's interesting. And so that's 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 looking into the future. Cause I'm AI is gonna probably have to have an impact with HMD. Knowing that Dubai is going to center it around that, like they're making a, a, a focus of that, and we never, we don't want to be caught behind. And yeah. also, I want to find something that makes it easier for us to manage the client, the customer relationship stuff. Like if we can find something that can keep things in order <laughs> and do that, so we can cut down, and all we got to do is like, okay, the 500 people have already been sorted. Let me just make the corrections because it's already in paper instead of me ha you having to go through each one one by one. That type of stuff, it's beneficial. Let's make that happen. But let's go into, um, you know, what I say about this this moment of clarity, right? Because I think this right here is, is specific for us as athletes, young athletes, um, people who are transitioning careers, um, people who are just starting careers, and then people who are trying to grow as a person. And so... This is something I, I found really be specific, not this. Be specific, not this average mediocre generalist. If you are a pizza lover and you think about the great pizza places in the United States, none of them are full service restaurants with big menus. They make a thing and they make it the best they can make it because it must be done with care or it becomes mediocre. <coughs> we have created an entire generation of wandering generalities as Zig would say instead of meaningful specifics and to be a meaningful specific you have to say this is what i do you can't say and 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 because then you have an excuse for everything being sort of average if somebody is more focused than you they're going to put in more cycles than you and they're going to learn more than you and inevitably they're going to become better than you when you have enough competitors you want to be in and of yourself the one and only version of that the only way that's going to happen is if i say no to all sorts of attractive things be Again, what he said at the end of that is the only way this is going to happen is if I say no to all sorts of attractive things, right? I got to be specific in what I want and make that the thing that I do so I don't have any excuse for being mediocre to the rest of that. Right? Like, where does that take you? <coughs> Man, that's what, that's kind of like... Uh who mountain Dubai, what I talk about all the time. We can't do 
the other things until we do this. Yep. And we have to do it well. We have to do it better than everybody else. We have to care about it. You know, same thing, man. Yeah. And now personally, like as like as people, I think that's something too that we need to generalize and put into <coughs> um put into our space when it comes to talking about who we are and how we manage relationships. Because sometimes we are all over the place with our relationships with people and how we handle things. But there's only one thing that truly matters and it creates all types of ease or difficulty if you don't master this one thing, right? And that's communication. Right. Right? Like like literally every single thing, everything within your relationship, whether it's personal, whether it's business, whether that's you as a coach with your player, um, organization, it's communication first. And a lot of times we don't focus on that. That's not the number one thing we try to get as best at. What we go to is like what you can do for me, right. what you can bring to the table. How can you do this? How can you do that? But if we're taking that example he gave from the pizza place, when he was like the best pizza place is only focus on pizza. Yep. Everything else is just I mean, after the fact, right? Because it doesn't matter. But if we look at communication and how important it is to every single thing, if we work on becoming the best communicators there are, like, how does that change life, period? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would that do for some of your relationships? Like, not just personal, but we talk about the time in high school coaching, the time in Canada coaching, the Boston frenzy, right? Those times when you were playing overseas and the contracts are over, like, what is, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, let's be specific in that. And so um, uh, that's where we're not going to end it like that today because we still got some energy to get, right? And so did you want to add anything to any of that before we go? No, I mean, you said it all. I mean, I mean, he said it all yeah. as well. Yeah. Just, you know, everything, is, everything that you have planned is great. It's just this, it's, a, it's a building process. You mm -hmm. know, you got to – Take care of this before you can move on to the next thing. Take take care of this, move on to the next thing. You know, but you got to master it so that way if you need to come back to it to make adjustments, you can. If you don't master it, you just you just happen to get lucky and it's the right time or something, you can easily have success, but it's a false success. Yeah. You know, instead of instead of being a more foundational success where no matter what else you venture into later on, mm -hmm. you've mastered this and you know that it's going to last a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Now, that, that brings me to a question, right? And we usually talk about this anyway, but we haven't had the time to really focus on this, right? And so when people come to the gym and they see me do a workout or train without you in there, right, or whatever, they'll probably look at it and think I've been doing this for years. Right. And so typically most of most of all the times, 90 percent of the times I just take whatever you've done. I use it. And then when I have to do teaching points, I just teach it my way. Yeah. Right. To. And so and then there are other times where it's like, oh, I, I think this drill will help, too. And I put it together. Right. Nothing's new under the sun. But mastering that skill of training, like like how do we do that? Because I do want to. Over the summer, I'm going to be doing some things. And when Illy gets back from home, we'll be documenting some more of the stuff that I do day to day, kind of showing the podcast, dad, hoop mountain and stuff. And 
it's, it's a study time. You know, last summer I did a lot of studying. I told you I was looking at certain people. But when I look at it now, it's like I really, really, really want to have my own way of approaching the training. And so how do we do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we get into that space to where we're looking at it's like, all right, when it's just one in the gym, these are the type of things we can focus on. Because, of course, you're talking about watching film and all those other things. But but how do you cultivate your own style of, of training? Like, how will we do that? Because you, as you said, you can just – my Uncle Roe is like this too. I'd be in the gym with him when he was doing training, and he would tell me he would start – this is how I'm gonna start class, and then he just do something completely different after he sees one thing somebody does. And he just goes right back into his vault and is like, nah, we're gonna do it this way. You hear, you hear, you hear, and it snap, 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 right? Like what what type of process do we have to get through? Or do I will I have to get through to grow to that, to be that master at that one thing, you know, outside the, of time. The I mean, the first thing is you gotta watch everybody. Yeah. You gotta watch and listen and study everybody just so that way. You can take a little bit of, from this person, a little bit from that person, a little bit from that person, and and cultivate it your own way. Uh, other than that, you know, I, like I said, I say this all the time. I have it on my wall. Uh, Eric Skeeter said, "You can't Google the experience, man. man. You, you got to be a fly on the wall. You got to be a sponge, and you know, you you know, you take things. We all have our own approach to things, man. And um, you just got to take the knowledge you've you've acquired from someone else." And just you know, distribute it your way. You know the way that the you know the players are going to understand that it's coming from you, and um, they can believe it, and they can you yeah. know trust in it. And and that's it, man. There's there's no secret sauce to this. Yeah. You know, it's just you got to put in the time. You know, we're at practice on Fridays, and um, I may be leading the group. You got to be standing right there mm-hmm. and and watching everything. You know, watch how I may say. Um, um, something about this particular player, you know, not only watch and, you know, and, and listen to what I'm saying, but also watch his reaction, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and yep. see, so he said, mm, he ain't really feeling coach on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if coach would have said it this way, you know, maybe he'd have a different reaction and have, you know, and uh, we get more out of it that way. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just observation, man. Observations. That's 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 some gems right there. I asked Coach that question, making myself the subject, but that's for everybody who's aspiring to be training or coaching, right? The one thing I will say is that I know what direction I want to go into, though. Like I I know that you know um, I like the cone things and stuff for repetition wise. Like I like starting off like that. But my number one thing that I love and that like I want to make sure is like transferable like literally everything that we teach that we put or that we do the reason why i was able to see a big jump in my game from from high school on up and then when i knew that i wasn't getting good training is because i knew when stuff was just this is somebody that just saw a drill and wanted me to do it this is not somebody that can put me in a place on a court and say if this happens this is an option for you to react to Right. And so I know for sure that the reps, you know, getting your reps in conditioning. I like that. But I know for sure the number one thing is transferable real life game situation, because right. I, I know there aren't enough trainers, especially my generation. For your older group, for you guys, a lot of you guys came from there. But from my space where I'm watching other people train, it's not a lot of that because, I, you know, um, T-Mac and them came up and they talked about, uh, you know, 
watching these guys make really, really difficult moves yeah. when they don't have to and right. over dribbling it, right? And then still not being as effective. Like, that's something to where I'm like, yo, you just get the job done. Yeah. Well, it's, so a couple of things on that. It's, you use the cones, right? Yes. That's your foundation. Yeah. Because you got to start somewhere. And, and when I say you, you have to start somewhere like that, because look at the, look at the basketball environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. It's not all, it's not established. Yeah. We're, we're creating it, mm-hmm. the basketball environment here. So you have to start with the cones and things like that. But if you notice, I give myself an example. Every time we use the cones, we talk about it in a game situation. Yeah. You know, so it's got to be a visual and an oral representation of what can happen and what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And so as a trainer, if you can't break that down, your players will have a hard time transferring that skill into a real game setting because it'll be the first time they've experienced it. They should at least have heard it and they should have at least have seen it multiple times before they actually get in a game setting. So that way they have something to draw. Oh, I remember I remember Coach Ryan was saying, yeah, you know, if this if this person is playing um, on the high side now, you know, overplaying me, now I can go back door and things like that. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, if you just want to put them in a game setting and think they're gonna, it's going to click, no. Yeah. It's got to be found. Because you, you, you got to know your personnel. Yeah. You know, if it's somebody who's never been um, in a real basketball environment before, you can't just jump into it. you got to start with something foundational that um, – that doesn't fight back. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? exactly. <laughs> and and knowing your personnel is so 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 valuable because being able to train a pro, yeah. being able to train a college level, high school level, and then a beginner, like those, that's a different terminology. That's completely different actions, completely different things. Like mm-hmm. that's something that I'm excited about too, yeah. um, and it's going to be fun. But man, like I said, this is 75 G. This is episode 75, and we'll get into that post-game wrap-up action. We'll do all of that, too. Um, but we got to give, we gotta celebrate a little bit more. Like, there's more energy to be given. There's more upside here. There's a lot that people really don't know. And like I said, we've been giving you 75 for free, <laughs> right? And, and I'm going to end it out with another vibe. Before we get into the post-game wrap-up and, and wrap it up, Lee, Lee sent me a two-piece. He sent me a double piece, and he let me know. He said, look, Yates, I know what you're doing is universal. I got something for everybody. So we're going to start it off here again. New exclusive. Now everybody go Listen, they, they, they bridging the gap. They bridging the gap. They, they. <laughs> it's, it's an Afro beast for our brothers out there. Come on. It's new for King, too. Listen. No, I've heard this before. <laughs> Episode 75, BTG Nation. Thank you for coming along this ride, man. Yeah. Sounds like we had brunch. <laughs> it's almost time, King. It's almost vacation time. Come on, Burner.
My wife's gonna love this one. <laughs> Let's go. What we doing? They said that they said uh, the hip hop don't embrace it. They said hip hop don't embrace Afro beats. We here. Come on. Bueller, please take me with you. You pray for my demons, girl, I got you. Every time I sip on codeine, I get wrong. Annoying the sounds of the storm when it comes. She understand I can't take her everywhere, nigga, going. I've been in the field like What's your drink of choice? I can hear your tears when it's Go grab it right now. Get mad at yourself because you can't leave me alone. Gossip and messy. It ain't what we doing. Traveling around the world. Over the phone, dropping tears. I get my bonnet when I get pissed. When you drunk, you tell me exactly how you feel. There's something for the old heads and the young generation. The breezy. That's Virginia right there. Dirty back in though. <laughs> please take me with you. Where are we going? Get by, but I'm burning. 
Def Jam, come holler at me. I know you in the Middle East. I'm here too. Yeah, I know you adding that to the playlist, King. She talking that. She was talking. I know you listen to the words. Uh huh. Bueller, I used to hate that song. <laughs> they played it too much. But I haven't heard it so long though. Five episodes, baby. Thank you, BTG Nation, man. Let's keep partying here. Let's keep it going. They said we ain't got no room for the ladies, but let's go.
Please take me with you There's so much more than basketball here Tell her pussy we no one dip dog Like Chinese wall so the clip tall Show it up and make you fall from your diss tag You know one on a disc cars, man a big tag I saw you disappear as if you never did ban Me no walk up a kilo, me no just a sing song This song in the summer right here your mother tell you keep fam Z-Tech full of bomb like Islam And if you make a hick, me no the enemy Them a pee, me no the NASA be for me People a ball and a skin to be bad and we mean Bloody crime scene calamity I saw we shoot out we and figure Canada G Make them have a experience, no gravity And tell a pussy we no laugh, we no take talk Why all your people are dead dog No should I keep in your bed cars The Taliban's them a make work We no laugh, we no take talk It's the first time y'all heard this in the UAE It might be We no show people feeing up in a red grass No Taliban is by his name Bueller, please take me with you Let's go, let's wrap it up. You know it's fourth quarter. Shout out to Lee Bueller. You're knocking it out the park, man. And this is only the beginning. If you want to book my man, DM me. Send an email to the Who Bridge in the Buck Gap podcast. Who told you gangsters don't dance? Even with a wipe on my hip, I dance. Bad man taking over safe and dance. Two left feet don't trip and dance. The girl want me, I might give her a chance. Give her a look, she give me a glance. You wore that tight dress just to enhance. You like a bum bum. Never seen you before. Where you come from? You got a fat pum pum. I got a long Johnson. And I will never met you at random. This must be destiny. That's why you're next to me. You feel like ecstasy. This must be destiny. That's why you're next to me. You feel like ecstasy. Bad man don't dance Who told you gangsters don't dance Even <laughs> with a wipe on my hip I dance Bad man taking over sip and dance Two left feet don't trip and dance The girl want me I might give her a chance Give her a look she give me a glance She wore that tight dress just to enhance Touch my forehead chest left shoulder then right side Pray my brothers are good outside I know the vibes I know the vibes You're the one girl stop rolling eyes I find love and it slowly dies So Lila pie don't make my eye cry Let me hold your controller I'm not one of these controlling guys I want you to touch roll with the girls them and socialize Enjoy your life your backside is so fit it opens eyes I know the vibes I know the vibes Just cause I'm not jealous doesn't mean I don't care that's just not fair I knew you were trouble I wasn't prepared If I were married This might turn a scandalous affair Trouble is there Trouble is there Trouble been right there Trouble is there Trouble gon' find me anywhere Trouble gon' find me Bubble and wine Yeah hey. Trouble gon' find me Trouble gon' find me Come close, I'ma explode. Got leg carrying a heavy load. Why you wasting a semicircle? Getting money fast, man's not a turtle. Had to go through so many hurdles. Block so hot like inferno. Had some issues that were internal. Had a mad life, I could write a journal. But I can't lie, I love the journey. Me and the money had matrimony. All the ratchet gal want pattern up. 
All the posh girl get ratchet for me If you love me, you clap it for me If you throw it, I catch it, trust me Girl come from far, even up sir I want the best, not come see, come sir Who told you bad man don't dance? Who told you gangsters don't dance? Even with a weapon, my hip I dance Bad man take another sip and dance Two left feet don't trip and dance The girl want me, I might give her a chance Give her a look, she give me a glance She wore that tight dress just to enhance Let's go It, 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 listen, they 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 bridging the gap. They bridging the gap. They, they... man, she didn't got serious. Man, BTG Nation, I'm telling you, man, this 75, <laughs> 75 with the bucket, 75 with us right here. You know, from the from those of you that listened to episode one when it was just a black screen, <laughs> nothing else but <laughs> terrible audio. For those of you that was there for our animated era, when we had the faces jumping around the screen. Which is cool, by the way. Which is cool, and we're gonna get back to that, because that's different. And those of you that joined in when we got to the studio with just a bookcase and a terrible rug. And those of you that got there when we put the curtain behind us and started moving, and those of you that came now, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For the post-game wrap-up today, we're gonna let Denzel take us out, King. Let's see what we got. For dreams without goals are just dreams. Come on. And ultimately, they fuel disappointment. Exactly. On the road to achieving your dreams, you must apply discipline. discipline. Come but on. more importantly, consistency. consistency. Because without commitment, you'll never start. But without consistency, you'll never finish. And dreams without goals. BTG Nation. You know, that's how we ended right there. Couldn't have said it better. Thank you, guys. We're here to stay. We got more coming. Man, we'll see you next week, inshallah. Here we go. Keep it real, keep it simple, and keep going. Player and coach, the brother, the brother. They both got views that you need to discover. From sports, current events, to just life talk. Whether you on a fast break or a nice walk. Gotta tune in. You already know, G. This BTG Nation and you wanted the homies. Just tune in. You already know, G. BTG Nation, the other ones in the nosebleeds.